Welcome to Gain That Tune. What's going on, everybody? It's Game That Tune, and we're back in the house once again. It's ya boy, John Harrington. Here we got John Regan with us. Say hey. Hey. We got David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. And we've got Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey. How's everybody doing tonight, guys? Uh, it's it's, it's going to be a great show tonight. Um, hope everybody's feeling great for this fantastic episode we got coming up. If you're uh, just joining us here on the show, what we're going to do is listen to video game tunes. We've each got three songs from a game. We're going to try and guess each other's games based on the songs with a little bit of trivia. We're going to goof off. We're going to have a lot of fun. The winner at the end of the night picks a theme for the next episode and plays some uh, bonus tunes. And the winner last week, uh, you know, it was a co-win, but really the winner was me. Uh, you know, but uh, you know, co-congratulations to you, Jesse. Congre- you know, uh, great hard-fought game. Uh, but... I got to pick the theme, and, uh, you know, we were nearly on the same page with the theme. You know, you you wanted games that reminded you of other games, and I was like, you know, what about just, like, how about when two games, you know, they they get pushed together, they get smushed together, you get a Reese's game. I'm talking about crossover games, games with characters from more than one series joining forces in a fantastic new game. You know, we got we got crossovers on uh, tonight's episode, and yeah, I think I think we might have some fun uh, fun games because you know what's cool? Games. You know what else is cool? Different games. And now, hear me out, guys. You know what's really really cool? Ice two cold? games come together and form a a new third game. It's it's exciting and fun. Think about it. Yeah. I'm I'm amazed when they work out like the licensing issues. You know that's the part that's the part I want to know more about. Honestly, I wish they would include a pamphlet about like okay, here's some pictures of our lawyers getting together, right. hammering out the details. <laughs> yeah, fuck all the development. I want to see the meetings. <laughs> uh, you know, some big personalities in the in the world of gaming and licensing, and I want to see those those meetings of the minds. You know, I that want to know, like, should have been what Professor Layton and Phoenix Wright was about. Them coming together. <gasps> to license out their game. Dude, can you imagine the meta crossover that that would have been? Like, <laughs> they get together for a meeting on behalf of their respective companies to license out further games from said companies? I mean, you know, that would be, that'd be pretty amazing, man. Because, um, yeah, sometimes it, it is just, it's really interesting. And, and, you know, I hate to say it, Johnny, I have no information about that subject on, like, you know, my game or the request tonight. Like, if you're looking for behind the scenes, you know, details of how these games came to be, you came to the wrong show, baby. Because uh, on this show, we don't just make bullshit up and present it as facts. We uh, we either do <laughs> our research or we don't say it. So, I didn't do the research, so I'm just gonna have to talk about my personal experiences with these games. Not so much the, uh, the nitty-gritty of, uh, like, what company did what. What company bought out other company? Uh, you know who made what game? Uh, you know, no, I'm not gonna. We're not gonna be getting into that unless we are. David, I'm sure you've got a thorough, detailed history on your game. That's uh, that's really your wheelhouse, uh, gaming historian guy. 
you're just saying that because I'm wearing glasses now. See, that's what's throwing me off. You seem, uh, you know, all of a sudden quite studious. Uh, it's it's it, like that scene in The Simpsons where David, like, quick, Mr. What's Burns the Pythagorean theorem? Is about yeah, to fire a bunch of people, <laughs> and he's like, "Fire him, him, him." Oh, better keep the egghead. He might yep. come in handy. That's how we keep David on the show, baby. He realized just last episode he should wear his glasses. <laughs> the sum uh, of any two sides of an isosceles triangle is equal to the square root of the sum of the remaining side. That's a right triangle, you idiot. <laughs> well done, gentlemen. Uh, still pulling from that deep Simpsons reference base. I love all of you. Uh, we got a great show coming up. We got uh, five great games. We got a great fan request. And uh, I think we just got to really, you know, jump into it. So uh, let's pick two characters and, you know, place their dolls on the little field like some Smash Brothers. And uh, let's just see what crossover we've got coming first. Game one.
All right. Um, so this game um, only features um, a select fraction of the the characters that existed in that time of release, and um, these characters are only capable of using one move instead of the typical four. Let's see your answers. Oh man. Um, so uh, Johnny says X over dicks, and it looks like two dicks and an X. Um, it's crossover uh, dicks. Oh, say John has mystical ninja Gaiden. That's incorrect. And uh, 
David, you're so close. He says Pokemon Rumble. It's actually Pokemon Conquest. I was gonna say, is it? <laughs> but before we talk about that, I have to tell you guys something. This is very important. So, as soon as you gave me the theme last week, I was thinking of a way to piss you guys the fuck off. Like, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to pick, uh, was it Spirit Fair? Because, uh, in that game, you were <laughs> trying to, uh, help spirits cross over to the next world. And I was like, look, there's crossover game. Her derp. It's like the living room is in space, you know? And so, space. so that's when, you know, I was all set on that. And then I woke up one morning and I looked over next to me and I saw my title and I was like, what? I, I refuse to disrespect the sanctity of game that tune by doing something so petty and so just you know disgusting to mock you like you know I understand you know you, you got this game in your back pocket and all but you gotta think man really you gotta think these themes aren't just something for you know yeah Johnny fucks up but that's what he does he always fucks up you know, you're the fucking smart one. You were king for, what, four times? And instead, you're just like, you know what? I've done this enough. I just do what I want now. Fucking crossover game. We're playing fucking Wetrix. Because it's fucking water and blocks. There's your crossover, <laughs> you son of a bitch. You know? So I decided to go with Pokemon Conquest for... That's the big reason, because one, it's a, it's an actual crossover. It's a true crossover. Yeah, Pokemon. A very and unexpected one, too. I know. it's and, and I played it a bunch this week. And boy, howdy, this game is fun. Like, it's a, like a tactical RPG. And like, where you've got these like ancient Japanese characters, historical figures, Nobunaga, fucking from the Oda dynasty, you know. And uh, you got Pokemon. And... You're fighting them, you know, on this grid. And, uh, like a, you know, a strategy RPG. And they all have cute little sprites. They do s certain moves and stuff. And, um... Fuck. I'm never gonna get a picture on Discord. And, uh, fucking... Um... It's just a fucking fun... Like, why haven't they done this more? Like a strategy RPG Pokemon game? Because you have a whole lot of fucking characters that you could be fighting... And a strategy RPG. Yeah. Imagine like a, you know, Pokemon strategy RPG with permadeath. Like, Ooh. just imagine your Ooh. Pokemon, like, you know, oh, your Pokemon fainted. Leave it. You like can't have it Fire Emblem style? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, oh no. But then it's like, well, fuck, man, I got so many of these things. I'll just go catch another. Fuck it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, uh, once, uh, once we were holding up our answers, uh, David's fucking answer registered in my mind. Like, oh, right, one move instead of four. Pokemon have four moves. That makes sense. And then it you know, dawned on me, like, oh, right, it's that bizarre crossover. <laughs> like, 
What even is Nobunaga's ambition? Like, is that a really a popular enough thing in Japan that they would cross it over with Pokemon? I mean, it was big in Japan. I mean, it was, uh... I say in Japan because I assume yeah. it wasn't so big in America that they were like, here it comes, the Pokemon no- Nobunaga's ambition crossover that you you Yanks have been asking for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they made a bunch of these Nobunaga uh, ambition games, and it like also was part of like Kessen and Romance of the Three Kingdoms and the Dynasty oh, Warriors and Samurai Warriors. Like that's what you know, uh, like Koei uh, is made, or is it Tecmo? It's Koei. Yeah, Koei. Tecmo Koei. That's what they're like known for is these games, and like for them to get to like cross over with Pokemon is is really like weird, for one. But then when you play it, and you're like, this is so cool. These like ancient feudal Japanese warriors, and they fight all their battles with Pokemon. <laughs> Pretty dope, like, man. It, it's almost like what we were asking about, uh, you know, whatever a, a couple episodes ago. Like, let's see back in Pokemon history, like feudal Pokemon. Yeah, it sounds great. If these guys, uh, these, you know, maybe they they wouldn't have had so much, uh, you know, conflict back in the day if they settled it with Pokemon like these guys do. Hmm? Maybe. Maybe, or maybe it would have been worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they had Pokemon apocalypse. Ele- elemental monsters to fight on their behalf. I don't know. At but, what point do the Pokemon say, look, we're not going to fucking fight your wars anymore? <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure that was like... That's like Mewtwo's like defining thing. That's he's true. really pissed that he's a Pokemon. <laughs> he, you know, really seems to have a disdain for humanity. Uh, so it took them making a, a you know, monstrosity like Mewtwo for a Pokemon to be like, wait a minute, <laughs> the Pokemon series is a little fucked. What are we doing here, guys? <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, yeah, you know, it's such an interesting crossover just from an outsider's perspective. Like, just you know, these wild feudal anime characters and Pokemon like it's one of those things where I'm like do these go together at all but you know no it makes sense they kind of do like yeah and again yeah because the Pokemon are there any other is there anything even resembling like a Pokemon strategy like RPG like you know I guess those mystery dungeon games they're a different kind of Pokemon RPG but they're not they're not like a real time strategy so no it's uh yeah, it's it's the thing we were all waiting for. You know, it, it's one of those examples of a company knowing us better than we know ourselves. You know, can we see inside that meeting? Can we see the Pokemon company getting together with the Koei boys and them just being like, "Listen, you know, <laughs> nobody would ever think these things go together, but they do." Uh, you know, you know what? Are- like the Three Kingdoms need Rayquaza. Like, hmm. Are there Point any taken. other? That sounds dope. Are there any other Pokemon crossover games? I had no idea that there was any. Um. Hmm. I mean, they're I in Smash Bros. So. That's true. Super uh. Smash Bros. is a big one. Uh, so, well, I guess okay, there was, out, outside of Smash, Pokemon <laughs> Tournament kind of because it uses like a lot of the mechanics of Tekken. Yeah. If they had just thrown one Tekken fighter in there, then yeah, you got yourself a crossover. <laughs> one, one dude fighting a bunch of Pokemon. I mean, I'm to be fair, that. they they could have totally had, like, Kuma in that game. Hell yeah, that would have been dope. Punching a Pikachu, that sounds so <laughs> fucked up to me for some reason. Or, or fucking, uh, you know, it, yeah, just the animal characters. So, like, Roger or Alex. Uh, okay. Like, the, the boxing raptor, the boxing kangaroo, like... 
you know, Roger fits right in with Pokemon. He's a boxing kangaroo. Yeah, or the bear. <laughs> you know, or they could have just made all the Mokujin. Pokemon. Yeah, okay, yeah, Mokujin. <laughs> they could have called him Pokejin. Pokejin, and... <laughs> yes! <laughs> it would have just been made of balls. <laughs> it would have been dope. Pokeballs. Yes. That's what I meant. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It's like, 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 like yeah, great ones. idea of Pokeballs. Wait, no, when I said balls, I assumed the Poke was implied. <laughs> um, so to answer your question, John, no, I don't think there are any other Pokemon <laughs> crossovers, which is what makes this so wild. Like, Yeah, wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm like really, I'm racking my brain. I mean, you know, uh, they, they crossed over with Peneldepon uh, and Tetris Attack. They made Pokemon Puzzle League. Oh, yeah. Think about it. Mm. Um, they uh, but even then, like, like the, you know, <laughs> that's not a real crossover. <laughs> yeah, well, because there's it's just Pokemon characters, and right there's no other characters from like another game series in Pokemon Puzzle League. The blocks are the characters from <laughs> Tetris Attack, John. Yeah. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Can you um, imagine being Tetris Attack and you get to see that individual blocks uh, post story at I the would end love of the it. game? <laughs> Yeah, I'd be for it. You beat it with a certain color of block, gives you a, a nice little, little, uh, little vignette. <laughs> Hell yeah, that block finally gets to go home to its family. <laughs> um, yeah, and I guess the, like the mystery dungeon, that's just like a framework that they hang things on. So it's not like chocobos show up in Pokemon Super Mystery Dungeon. So yeah, yeah, yeah no. Uh, so yeah, I guess this. I don't want to stamp it as certified facts because uh, you know I'm not doing my full research here, but. It seems this is the only Pokemon crossover game outside of Smash Brothers, which is wild. <laughs> I think so, because I, I went to the Pokemon wiki page and hit Control F and typed in crossover, and this is the <laughs> only one. So that's probably it. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's definitive if you Control F. That's so uh, wild. Yeah. On one web page. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not Johnny, even into Google. It's called doing research, baby. <laughs> uh, um... Hold okay, on. Okay, I'm... Wait. No, I f I'm sorry. I found one. Oh. David, were you going to say Eevee Cross Tamagotchi? No, I was going to say that I pulled up... Um, there's a crossover wiki that just lists yes. crossovers. That's um, where I'm at, too, baby. <laughs> and one of the things that I like is they have a listing of everything that Pokemon has crossed over with, including the anime and ads. And one of them is Batman. Because Batman from Batman Beyond was in a kids WB <laughs> a Pokemon kids WB battle <laughs> promo. <laughs> awesome. It's true. <laughs> McGinnis. Finally. Now, that's the game that I want to play. It's like, oh yeah, Pokemon Puzzle League would be fine. Yeah, but can we have Pokemon vs. Batman? Yeah, Beyond. <laughs> oh man, what a dark future this is. It's a good thing we have Pokemon. <laughs> oh, See you, Batman. Fuck. Um... Yeah, so, uh, man, what a, what a fucking game. Um, yeah, and I like it because, yeah, you know, the soundtrack had me totally thrown for a loop. Like, my ears were just hearing, like, Goemon because it's, you know, feudal Japanese music. So, yep. uh, you know, it's like, well, it's, it's got to be something that I'm not aware of. Uh, and, you know, yeah, this, uh, man, what a, what a fucking game. What a pick. Uh, so, Jesse, you did say you you actually were playing this. So you busted yes. this out. You got this on your DS. <laughs> yeah, it was. It's, it's super fun. Word. Um, so, like, each, like, warlord person has one Pokemon. And so you, like, recruit warriors with all their different Pokemon. And 
you uh, like capture castles and stuff. So then you can like have castles protected by different types of Pokemon and go and attack other castles with their Pokemon and stuff. And it's pretty cool. Dope. And, uh, you know, I'm wondering, like, is there any way that Nintendo ever figures out a good way to, like, like re-release and remaster, like, some DS and 3DS type games? Like, are they entirely too reliant on the touchscreen to eventually come out on something? Because that feels like a generation of games that is, like, destined to be lost a little bit. And I really want to play a lot of games that I yeah. missed out on those systems. <laughs> and this game doesn't really use the touchscreen. Like, you can oh, use it, but I, I didn't. I don't have... I don't use it. Good. Good to know. So maybe uh, maybe we got a Pokemon uh, you know, Conquest 2 coming at some point. God, that'd be I, so cool. I think it's about time, quite frankly. All right, um, so everyone listening, write to Nintendo. Yes. We'll start a letter campaign. Well, you know, we, you got to write to the Pokemon Company, Creatures Incorporated, Game Freak. Uh, you also got to write to Koei and, you know, really tell them, like, you know, like, Listen, we, I know you guys. Uh, you guys like you know Hyrule Warriors. You got a nice little thing going with Nintendo, but let's have uh, let's have another Pokemon Conquest, please, please, and thank you. Um, <laughs> you know, include words like you know it's you know it's about fucking time. Like get rude with it. Yeah. Really, what really the pump fuck that. What you been doing? Exactly. Hit the entitlement, the gamer entitlement, real hard. <laughs> Make the guy reading the letter feel real uncomfortable. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, get personal. <laughs> no, I've been playing this Nothing. game since your mom was jerking off your daddy. <laughs> Nothing is more persuasive to polite Japanese businessmen than very angry letters from Americans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, I think remember you... Nagasaki? Well, you better. <laughs> I think if you mail motherfuckers, if you mail anything with a business card. They, if they open it up and take the card first and know who it's from, you can they can be given as aggressive of a letter as they want. I don't know. I don't fully understand Japanese culture. Jesse, anything else on Pokemon Conquest? Wait. Here's what you do. You write to them. You ask for a business card. They mail you their business card. You crumple up their business card. You mail that business card back Yes. Ooh. with your demands. Oh, my God. <laughs> Perfect. Jesse, we move it on? Oh, yes. But that was wonderful. <laughs>
shit, where was it? Okay. So, um, <laughs> in March of 2010, Koei and Fuji TV staged a massive Sengoku Jidai-themed event where attendees could watch live events such as pro wrestlers fighting under the names of select historic figures. Guesses, answers ready? Oh, yeah, man. I really got nothing, to be honest. Not even cross penises again, John? What's wrong? I heard the cross penises. I can't do that. So what, man? Cross them over again! (laughs) So, uh, John says uh, three question marks, which is wrong. Uh, Jesse says Dynasty Dicks. Sadly, incorrect, though on the right track. And John Harrington says Warriors All Stars. Sadly, incorrect. This is Samurai Warriors 3. What? Ooh. So, um, this game not only features multiple characters from the previous Samurai Warriors games together, however, since it was a Wii exclusive, it features an unlockable Takamaru from the Mystery of Muramase Castle. Oh, but of course. Which I actually thought was really fucking cool. I didn't know Takamaru was uh, a thing until Nintendo Land. So, uh, uh, you know, wow, no, I didn't know he uh, 
was still popping up for Nintendo prior to that. Man, that's this is kind of cool because uh, the art director of uh, Samurai Warriors Three did like the art of the humans in uh, Pokemon Conquest. Yeah, uh, we did not plan this. No, no yeah, leading <laughs> off the show with two uh, two Koei games in a row. Well, Koei's good at crossovers. Yeah, yeah, that's the, you know, that's why I was hoping you picked Warriors All Stars because I was like, hey, yeah, they they did do a game where they had like. Okay, so Koei takes all the games and slaps them into the Warriors formula, and then it's like, hey, you know what we should do? We took all those guys and put them in the Warriors games. Let's make a, an all-star game of the Warriors games. I was like, oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, that seems like it's right up David's alley. Um, but it's like Capcom fighting evolution, but not terrible. Right. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> um, um. But, yeah, so it's Samurai Warriors 3, then. Uh wish I knew more about the Samurai Warriors series. It's uh So it's it's like Dynasty Warriors, but in Japan. Right. <laughs> and that's pretty uh, much all you need to do. Indeed. Um, but the the whole reason that I went with this um is because playing as Takamaro is actually really fucking cool because when Koei Tecmo makes a Warriors game and like crosses things over, because they've done a fuck ton of crossovers, like they really do their homework. And it's not just, like, a skin, because Takamaru, like, his Musou attack summons lightning all around him, which was a power-up in the original game, and, like, he has an attack where he throws out fireballs, because that was a power-up that you could get, and, like, his special ability is an invincibility cloak that he kind of wraps himself in, which was one of the power-ups from the original game, like, it's... It's a 3D model, it's a hack and slash, but it really does play like the original Takamaru game, which is pretty impressive considering it came out on, like, the Famicom disc system. Yeah, to, uh, to update that moveset for a modern hack and slash, uh, you know, good on ya. You got look like you were gonna say something. Yeah, I got nothing on this. Yeah. Games. <laughs> Sorry, pal. So you fight a lot of enemies. Yeah. At yeah. Once. I mean, it's it's a classic, you know, warrior style game. You go around, you're fucking up various clans in ancient Japan. Um, but they do have a, a special unlockable mode. Uh, it's actually called Mura, or Murasame mode, where you basically redo that game playing as Takamaru, and instead of just like moving to a screen and fighting three ninjas. You fight, like, 4,000 ninjas. Into it. And, more, um... More ninjas equals more better. Yeah. Obviously. Um, but no, I just... I, I really like that inclusion, and like I said, they've, they've done a fuck ton of Warriors crossovers, and they always turn out really, really good. Like, the games have just a formula where you can throw in one Piece or Zelda or yeah. fucking anybody into it, and it's dope. Okay, you know, you say that now, I just realized, wouldn't it be kind of dope if in this new Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity that's about to come out, if they just, like, threw in some hidden bosses from the fucking, like, the rest of the Warriors series, like, Lubu. you know, you're, uh, the, I was, on, the only thing I was gonna say was Lubu. 
Like, yeah, you fucking, instead of fighting Calamity Ganon, you fall through the floor of Hyrule Castle and Lupu's in there. It's like, oh no. <laughs> I love the idea that you would be in the mystic realm of Hyrule, and then Calamity Ganon just summons a castle from feudal Japan. Like, yeah. wait, what the fuck? <laughs> what does he know about that? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, or he, he summons monk, uh, summons you know fucking Luffy from One Piece. I mean, seriously, they should just have these guys peppered about that big Breath of the Wild map. You climb the climb the right mountain and choose the right mission. It's like, I'm sorry, who are you? It's like I'm Krom from Fire Emblem Warriors. <laughs> Throw in what some are you Pokemon. Doing in Hyrule? I, <laughs> I was gonna say I would be perfectly fine with this, but only if they bring in characters from Gundam Warriors. Like if you yes. just climb a tower and have to fight a fucking Gundam unit. Dude, imagine a mode where you were fighting Gundam Warriors with Divine Beasts. Count me all the way. <laughs> sounds like the game yes. of the year for the next five years. <laughs> yeah, no, they got it locked up. That uh oh man, David, we you know, it's probably not too late to get these ideas into the game. We need to get to Nintendo's offices right this minute. Uh, the, they, the they game need comes to hear out, these. The game comes out in a month. They can add new characters now, right? Right, there's exactly. time. Listen, there's already a lot of ninjas in the game. Uh, you know, just be like, hey, just make one of them blue. We we need Ryu Hayabusa in the in the game. Let's uh, let's just get him in there. Like, he doesn't even have to have his own special move set or anything. Like, you're just fighting a bunch of Yiga ninjas, and then it's like one of them. It's like, was that Ryu Hayabusa? What the fuck? And then he's just dead. He's just one of the thousands of ninjas in the desert. Like, <laughs> it's a good idea. See, for a second, I thought you were gonna just say it's like, no, 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 it's. No, 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 it's easy. We just go and it's like, okay, you see that ninja model? Just, you know, scale it up, turn it into a robot, and now right. it's a Gundam. That's <laughs> yeah, how exactly. it works, right? It, you know, I assume that, it, yeah, I don't make games, but I assume it's a lot like Photoshop. You just kind of click on your tool set, you hit stretch, and you hold you know, hold shift to keep the same perspective. <laughs> so it just makes the character bigger. <laughs> it doesn't get all blown out and warped. And then, yeah, you got you got yourself a big, uh, big new character. And you, then you hit the paint bucket tool, and you just change that that skin color a little bit, you know, and uh, the outfit, and yeah, it, it turns a turns a regular ninja into a giant robot warrior. It can't be that hard to do this. I, I sound like I could do it in my sleep. I think, um, as somebody who so, knows his way around Photoshop. <laughs> so wait, so refresh me again. What is the crossover with? Because I'm going through the character list, and they're all like actual. You know, people from history, as far as are I can you trying tell. to call David out, man? Are you trying to game over David right now, John? No, That's no, 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 no. Strong lean. No, the the crossover is with Takamaru from um, Marisa, the mysterious Murasame Castle, which was a Famicom game. Yeah, John. Okay, he's the, right. This the rest time. of the rest of the characters are actual historic figures in Japanese history. Okay, now I get it. Okay, they I just didn't... randomly added in an eight-bit samurai. You I had not who... clicked on Takamaru yet, and yes, I see this links to a game, not historic page, so, okay, <laughs> I get it now. You know who they should have added, if, if we're talking, uh, like, Japanese castles, they should have had a crossover with Takeshi's Castle. Oh, man. And, you know, so it's like MXC Warriors. Um, you know, instead of, like, doing hack and slash stuff, you're having to do wacky, uh, like, game show things. John, you know, David, you... Do you understand this reference? Do you remember MXC? <laughs> no, you've lost me. It was on Spike, Most, Most Extreme Elimination Challenge. Yeah. It was the Japanese game show. They dubbed into English and people got hurt real bad. They had, um... I feel like there have been several of those. <laughs> oh. 
It had that guy <sighs> Beat Takashi in it. Yeah, that's the thing. It's Takeshi's Castle. It was hosted by Beat Takeshi. Uh, you know, so next game that to a movie night, we're gonna watch like four or five episodes of MXC. <laughs> uh, you know, because I'm not gonna give David as much shit for not seeing MXC as I would for Johnny not seeing Predator. But David, uh, yeah, I, I feel like you and I watched this at some point, like in high school. This, uh, it's right up our collective alley. Um, but anyway. Uh, yeah, so anyway, uh, there should be a Dynasty Warriors, or Samurai Warriors in Takeshi's Castle, uh, dodging large styrofoam boulders and whatnot. Uh, you know, and, I mean, Samurai Warriors would be good if they brought in Guy LaDouche. Um, <laughs> I like the idea of them doing a new Samurai Warriors, bringing in Takeshi's Castle, but the unlockable character is like one gym teacher with a really shitty weapon who's just completely lost. <laughs> yes. Like, wait, how did I get here? Right. Oh god, here yeah. come the boulders! Yeah. Is that Lubu? Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, this doesn't make any sense at all. Uh, you know, who's that, Link? Ah, whatever. Um, no, but yeah, uh, you know, I, I like more Samurai Warriors, uh, you know, especially in terms of the tunes, man. Uh, you know, excellent pick. And, uh, you know, of course, leave it to you to pick the, the Wii-exclusive Samurai Warriors game, which uh, I'm only, you know, through this conversation learning about. Uh, but, you know, cool pick, David. Um, anything else on Samurai Warriors 3? The one that features a crossover, John? Let me repeat that loudly so you know there was actually I, a crossover in this game. I, I get it now. I Stop get trying it. to cancel yeah. him, John. David <laughs> David was right this time. So Yeah, this, hashtag David was right. This time. <laughs> this time. <laughs> no, I think that uh, says it all. Hell we yeah, should baby. get more Takamaru in games. I want him back. I mean, I, you know, I'm trying to rack my brain on the number of times I've seen him in the past, you know, couple just, of several years. I'm, you know, I'm coming up with like two. Just right. So Kelly. yeah, we need more than that. <laughs> Another letter letter campaign. Yeah. yeah, and also write. You know, we're gonna write to Nintendo. Be like, seriously, uncancel Nintendo Land. What was wrong with you guys? Bring that shit back. Yeah. I know it doesn't yeah. work on these new controllers, but just make it again. That game was not the botch that people seem to think it With was. More, some a few more stages. Yeah, exactly. Just you know, more Nintendo Land. Hold on, I have an idea. Nintendo Land Two. Oh, <sighs> maybe a crossover. <laughs> you know, Nintendo Cross Land. It'd be, uh, Smash it'd be Land. pretty great. Exactly, Super Smash Land. Uh, you know, uh, we're all the way into that. Oh god, mm. could you imagine if they had the like run around hide and seek game but you were snake hiding in boxes? Yeah. Fuck yeah, I can imagine that. That's how so I wait, dream, David. I dream this, of things like that. <laughs> is this a game or is this part of Universal Studios Tokyo? Cuz like I I mean either way I'm in. Can you honest. imagine how fucking dope it would like that new Universal thing would be if it was like a Smash Land and they would just let you come in as a character? So yeah, like there's just a bunch of snake boxes around and there's just you know, grown men like me startling children that are just there to enjoy their Mario pancake sandwich. <laughs> like, <laughs> they let you come in character and let you fight other characters. <laughs> it's just a giant Smash Arena with everybody beating the shit it's out just, of each other. It's just a fight club with people just as Nintendo characters. <laughs> Sounds good, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'd go to Japan to go to that. <laughs> but we're not allowed to, so thanks a lot. Yeah. yeah, great. Maybe next year, whatever that is. Game three. <laughs>
Alright guys, so this game was originally released on the 3DS and then got ported to home consoles with like an expanded edition. The original release had 18 playable characters from 11 different series, uh, and then the home console port added an additional 8 characters for a total of 26 playable characters. Alright guys, let's see some answers. I mean, I have it. I'm so excited. <laughs> I thought I was the only person who knew this. Alright, uh, let's see. So John says Nicktoons Racing, that's incorrect. Jesse says Cartoon Network Battle Crashers, which is incorrect. And David Fleming says Cartoon Network Punch Time Explosion. PTE for short, that is correct. This is Cartoon Network Punch Time Explosion featuring 11 different Cartoon Network series all together in the same game. It is a uh, two-dimensional, you know, fighting game similar to Smash Brothers and it's got a single-player mode, um, kind of like, what's that, what's that mode in Smash Brothers Brawl with all the, like, the little adventure things you go through? Subspace Emissary. The Subspace Emissary, similar to that. Um, Subspace Emissary is narrated by Space Ghost, which I really enjoyed. Okay, that's, that's okay now, hold on. <laughs> you didn't like, have to get that Space Ghost, with it, jeez. <laughs> Space Ghost tells you what's going on as you play Subspace Emissary. Uh, and you start the game with uh, Ben Tennyson from uh, Ben 10. And you fight corrupted versions of the characters and then, like... You know, once you uncorrupt them, they join with you, and you you know play through the rest of the game, right? And that's basically subspace emissary mode. That's exactly what, like what the subspace emissary was yeah. in Smash Brothers. This, uh, uh cool. <laughs> so this has characters from Ben 10, Chowder, Codename Kids Next Door, Dexter's Lab, Foster Swim for Imaginary Kids, which I think the second song was supposed to sound like that. Uh, Grim was. Adventures of Billy and Mandy, Johnny Bravo, Marvelous Misadventures of Flapjack. The Powerpuff Girls, which is what the third song sounded like, oh, Sam yeah. Samurai Jack, and Captain Planet. Captain Planet is in this game, Why? and you can Hold beat up. people's ass as Captain Planet. What? Which alone is like a selling point. He should be on the box. I don't think yeah. he is, which is disappointing. This is a case of one of these things is not like the other. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> yes. Captain Planet's a Turner thing. He, T Ted Turner himself <laughs> designed Captain Planet. <laughs> but I mean, was, maybe not designed, but demanded that it be created. But when you think Cartoon <laughs> Network, is Captain Planet ever a thing you think of when it comes to Cartoon Network? No. No, it's not, because <laughs> Cartoon Network didn't exist in that form when I was a child watching Captain Planet. Um... But I mean, in all fairness, when you think about, like, Nintendo All-Stars, do you think about Rob the Robot? Like, 
No, Captain Planet is that weird-ass obscure character they bring back. Well, in fairness, I did think about him once Mario Kart DS came out. It's like, hey, yeah, the little robot guy. And then he came into Smash Bros. It's like, yeah, he's, he's just one of the guys now. Yeah, Rob, he's just this guy. Uh. He's Captain Planet, you know, like, he just got absorbed in the Cartoon Network as part of, like, Cartoon Network buying out, or Turner buying out Hanna-Barbera and all that, right? Like, uh, or no, I'm sorry, Captain Planet was made by Turner, and then... Turner got... I don't remember how all this works now. Turner owns Cartoon Network. Yes, Captain Planet is made by Turner. That's the connection, John. Yeah. (laughs) So, anyways. um, Yeah, so this this game... uh, This game looks pretty interesting in concept. Unfortunately, all the reviews I said... Well, I read were that it's not actually very good. Oh, wait. You haven't played this? I have not played this. David... Johnny, it's on your 3DS. How come you haven't played it? Yeah, I just... I I missed this one somehow. Um, (laughs) I think I got... Oops. (laughs) And I'll be honest, like, I only know a few of these shows. Like, I I know Powerpuff Girls, I know Dexter, I know Captain Planet, but, like, I think the rest of... And Johnny Bravo. The rest of this list, I'm like, I've never seen any of these. (laughs) Like, I, I don't know what any of these are. I almost got this game um, because I was like, I like crossovers and it's the Powerpuff Girls and Samurai Jack and Foster or um, Blue from Blue and Mac from Foster's Home from Imaginary Friends. Like, actually, this game would be fun. I think I'd like this. Like, oh, it's a Smash Brothers type game. Okay. And then I started like looking more into it. It's like, oh, I'll just wait for the actual Smash Brothers to come out on 3DS because this looks a little rough. Um, yeah. Although one thing that I did like um, is in the when they ported it to consoles and did the updated version, they gave everyone an unlockable costume. So like all the Powerpuff Girls became the Rowdy Rough Boys, and Captain Planet you could play as Captain Pollution. That's dope. I did not know that. I would Whoa. buy this for Captain Pollution alone. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was one of the things I remember freaking me out as a kid, man. Like the negative Captain Planet. Oh, it, it grossed me out, man. Captain Planet Dude. was so wholesome and positive, and to turn him from, like, that wonderful toothpaste color into a mean pollution guy, oh, it, you know, that shit fucked me up as a kid. When you play as Captain Planet, did they replace the Captain Planet voice with uh, that weird California twangy Captain Pollution voice? Because that... I don't know. <laughs> that you, got, you gotta have it, man. He's gotta have that, like, Southern California surfer twang, because it's so good. That's right. Um, yeah, I, yeah, fuck. Yeah, uh, I'm a little good. disappointed that it's just Captain Planet representing Captain Planet, because also there need to be some of those, you don't need the Planeteers, because, you know, their powers combine to form Captain Planet, so it makes no sense for, you know, Wheeler to make an appearance in the game. But you need some <laughs> Captain Planet villains, man. Mm. Yeah. You need, uh, oh shit. I was going to Do- say, you need Duke Nukem. <laughs> Do- Dr. Blight would be good. It's like yes. a fast, uh, you know, Samus S character. Mm-hmm. You could have... Um, or you could also include Gaia as like the Palutena <laughs> for Captain Planet. <laughs> like, Captain Planet is Pit and Gaia is is his Palutena. Um, Zarm. Uh, I don't know. I'm just naming Captain Planet villains. I love all of them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, uh, what's the guy? Who was the guy that was like just the rich guy that wanted to pollute everything? And he said, you'll pay for this, Captain Planet. Oh, God. 
Uh, he was just like a rich. He, he was, was like a po- he was like a poacher. He was like who the poacher, had an the hunter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what he was. Like you know, he had, I can wear he had fur, the, like, Captain Planet. Fuck y'all. He had like the leopard print ascot and the green Yay. suit. <laughs> loot and plunder. Yes. yes. Loot and plunder. Oh God, these names. Mm. I'm but actually kind of though. upset because I'm looking at a list of the stages, and the stages pull from. Not every character gets a stage. It's like, oh, it would have been awesome to fight in like Gaia's giant island paradise from Captain Fuck Planet. Yeah. Mm. yeah, it would have. Um, but yeah, man, it, yeah, it, it sucks that this got like middling reviews because it seems like it could be fun. Seems like the Smash Brothers formula is one that people keep trying to replicate and don't do so very successfully. Because I remember another one they uh, that was being pitched around. Uh, there was like a Ninja Turtles version of Smash Brothers that everybody's like, actually, this is going to be pretty good. I'm telling you, it's, you know, this is hot shit. Turtles, uh, Turtles doing Smash, and then it came out. Everybody's like, actually, they they didn't get it right. Uh, you should probably just keep waiting for the next Smash game. It's like, damn it. I like the Ninja Turtles. I wanted a Ninja Turtles Smash game. That would have been the shit. Um, I'm still so, waiting for Sega to do theirs because oh, I mean, that honestly, would print that's, money. That's really the thing that it's like. You know, what is the fucking holdup? Like, What's Sony called, did uh, their dumbass botched attempt at it. Xbox has known better than to do it. Yeah, you need to get your last big publisher, like, you know, uh, oh, hold on, I'm sorry, I say that. Did Capcom make any crossover fighting games? Oh, right, they're all over it, so no. We need Sega to make a goddamn crossover fighter. <laughs> Just I take mean, Fighters Megamix and make it, you know, Smash-like, and Yes. That's all I gotta do. Yeah. Throw yeah, some items, God. make it about knocking go the stage. But like, you know, 90% less Virtua Fighter and Fighting Vipers. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, the, the cool characters from Sega's history, please. Uh, but, I mean, you yeah. still have to have the Hornet in it. Absolutely. It, yeah. You gotta have the Hornet, and you gotta have the, the big bean. Um, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, there, there's things from Fighters Megamix that are requisite to a, a new Sega Smash. But, yeah, no, it, it's it's crazy they haven't come out with that shit, man. It just Especially seems so since weird Sega's that... been playing nice with Nintendo, you'd think they could get together and, like, you know, kind of you know, copy off of each other. <laughs> Oh man! It seems and so they weird have, that like Mario in the <laughs> just just like hey, you got Sonic, we get Mario, dude. <laughs> mind blown <laughs> watching Mario try to fight like BD Joe, like <laughs> be the shit. <laughs> Would BD seems... Joe be in his taxi cab? <laughs> yes, <laughs> and he'd be using it like the Hornet. <laughs> <laughs> it seems so weird too that Sega did like. Let's have a big crossover where everyone's playing tennis. And let's have a big crossover where it's a big kart racing game. Oh, are you going to do a fighter next? Nah, fuck it. No! You're almost there! Right. That's how the crossover game works, baby. You make your kart game, you make your sports game, and then eventually you make your smash game. And, damn it, Sega, why can't you do what people fucking ask? Yeah, I thought they did a big poll in the last couple of years and asked their fans what they wanted. And that's how we end up getting Streets of Rage 4. Did enough people not go to that poll and say, Sega Smash? Like, yeah, I mean, it. that's that's what I wrote. Yeah, that's all I wrote. All the little write-in comments, I just went, Smash! <laughs> See, yeah, Cartoon Network Punch Time Explosion, developed by Papaya Studios, published by Crave Games. Neither Come on, Sega! Sega. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Johnny, you got the conversation where it needed to go. <laughs> the, the indignation that Sega wouldn't make something like like this. I mean, yeah, it doesn't even have to be good, as demonstrated by this game. Yeah. Just make God. it. <laughs> but try to make it good. Make it, yeah, make it good. Sega, <laughs> Sega's a better game maker than Cartoon Network. Mm. They, they got a little bit of a pedigree in games. Cartoon Network might have the pedigree in, you know, cartoons. Uh, but, you know, Sega, they're a game company. <laughs> God, I'm just thinking of all the characters, though. I'm also just picturing, can you imagine going to an arcade, a modern arcade, and gathering up around a four-player arcade cabinet to play a Smash Brothers game starring Sega characters? It'd be the shit. The utter shit. I think one of the crossover characters should be, like, the voice of John Madden. Because, like, the Madden game really, <laughs> you know, really got off on the Sega Genesis. They, you know, they were like, we want all the sports games, and, like, yeah. Madden was down with that. And if you just, Word. like, had him be, like, the uh, the voice, like, you know, the um, melee, but it's fucking... Oh, John as Madden. an announcer. Yeah, announcer. I thought you meant the voice of John Madden as a playable character. No, not just the voice. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? See, I was thinking, you just get make a playable character out of the EA Sports logo. If uh, it's in the game, it's in the game. Exactly. <laughs> the logo floats around, the letters pop in and out of it. Uh, it yells at people. <laughs> For its final smash, it gets EA Sports big and hits you with like an NBA Street crossover move. I mean, brings in John Madden as an assist trophy. Yeah, boom! <laughs> it's a good idea. God, I want this game so bad. So anyway, Johnny, uh, tell so us your five dream Sega Smash characters before we move on. Uh, let's see, five dream Sega Smash characters. Um, and actual ones. Don't say like Captain Planet. Don't God bullshit damn it! Me. That was my first one. I know, I because re- I really think Captain Planet should be in more games. Why? It's an undeniable truth, but he doesn't belong in Sega Smash. <laughs> he, yes, he does. <laughs> it says that he belongs in every game. Could you imagine? You're watching a trailer for the new Sega Smash. Like, oh yeah, they got Sonic. Oh wow, they got you know Joe Mashashi. Oh wow. They got Kuzo Yoshiro. They got the voice of John Madden. What? They have Captain Planet. What? This you know, is crazy. You know, since Mortal Kombat is having a bunch of crazy people like Rambo, they should have Captain Planet be on the new Mortal Kombat. Or the Injustice oh, 3. I mean, that would make more sense, too. Just, oh, yeah. Superman versus Captain Planet. You've always wanted this fight. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Time to settle in Injustice, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Superman, I saw you drop a wrapper on the ground. <laughs> what? That wasn't me. That was Bizarro. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no. I don't... Oh, God. I don't know how that fight would go because Superman is powered by the sun and Captain Planet is powered by the sun. Like, he has a sun <laughs> on him. Like, would he just make Superman stronger? Oh, no. <laughs> Oh god, it would just you know, be a big old Ouroboros fight. They just keep on strengthening and <laughs> just getting off. This sounds great, man. This is a this is a dream matchup. Um, mm. Johnny, you've taken you, yeah. This game selection has really gotten us in a great place. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I like, of all the things I thought we would talk about, I thought it would be Dreamcast and our favorite Hanna Barbera fighting game. But nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Cartoon Network thing much less important than the fighting element. <laughs> And then, you know, our desire for better games from that fighting element. So, uh, Johnny, anything else before we're uh, moving on? 
No, I just, I wish this game was better. I love the concept of being able to play as like Mojo Jojo and fight, you know, Dexter or Captain Planet. That'd be sweet, but unfortunately right. it's not the greatest game. Yeah. yeah, that's too bad. Now, seriously, name at least one real deep cut Sega character that you want to see in a Sega Smash game. Because your previous selections of... I mean, okay, Joe Musashi was a real character, but it's not that deep of a cut. And besides that, you said Kuzo Yoshiro <laughs> and John Madden's voice and Captain Planet. Give us yeah. a deep cut, Sega boy. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, Toe Jam and Roar aren't that great of a... aren't a very deep cut either, but I would love to play as them in a fighting game. They'd be a good, like, Ice Climbers-style team. Mmm. Yeah, think about it. Yeah. <laughs> that's 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 as deep as I'm going to get, Toe Jam and Earl. Johnny very shallow. Let's move on. <laughs> Game four.
<sighs> All right, guys. So uh, many voice actors uh, reprise their original roles in this game, uh, including, let's see, T.J. Miller, Carrie Payton, Genesis Rodriguez, Scott Adsit, Jamie Chung, Ryan Potter, Susan Egan, Kevin McNally, James Woods, Tate Donovan, Wallace Shawn, John Ratzenberger, Donna Murphy, Zachary Levi, Kristen Bell, Adina Menzel, and Jonathan Groff. How's everybody feeling? Fantastic. Good. Good. Should be. Huh? Huh? Come on, David, get it wrong. Oh, what do you know? We got a hat trick. It's Kingdom Hearts 3. I knew I shouldn't have never said Adina Menzel. <laughs> yeah, because that's what gave it away. <laughs> yeah, none of those other actors. <laughs> Uh, yeah, or the, the enormous list of actors that, like, uh, yeah. It's okay, Actually, this wasn't meant to be hard. <laughs> as soon as you said T.J. Miller and Jamie Chung, I was like, wait, they were in Big Hero 6. I got it. Ah, yeah. Good. That's why I let off with them. I thought I was going in, like, reverse order of, like, interest to uh, most people, because, you know, uh, much like me, when I was playing Kingdom Hearts 3 recently, I'm <laughs> thinking... Oh yeah, Big Hero 6, that's a thing. Um, I figured most people were kind of in that same boat. Like, anybody got that much nostalgia or love for Big Hero 6? Like, oh, that, was, that was just kind of a thing, right? It was alright. I yeah, enjoyed it. Was it. Good, it was a good movie I saw once. <laughs> uh, strong enough to be a whole world for Kingdom Hearts 3? Eh, that's for the Davids of the world to decide. David, is Big Hero 6 strong <laughs> enough to be a, a world in Kingdom Hearts 3? <laughs> Yes. Yeah, okay, cool. David says it. Make it so San Francisco can stay in Kingdom Hearts 3. Uh, That's such you know, a good one, though. It's yeah, so cool. It's pretty cool. Um, I can't, Was it that 
They, did they build a bridge between San Francisco and Tokyo, or did they just like heavily have a bunch of Japanese people move to San Francisco? <laughs> I can't remember. I can't remember what the origin story is on that. <laughs> I don't think we ever covered it. I think it was just kind of suddenly San Francisco. Hmm. I'm sorry. Suddenly yeah. what? San Francisco. I don't remember what it was called. It's okay, John. Um, yeah, I only saw the movie once, so I, I don't really remember the origin on that one. But anyway, yeah, Kingdom Hearts 3. What a game. Can't believe this game came out uh, so promptly in... Uh, well, what was it? This game had to have come out for the PlayStation like 3. Uh, you know, 2009 or so, right? This game, this game. No, this this wasn't like long overdue, right? Uh, no, it came out 2022 for the PlayStation 5, actually. Oh, okay, good. See, <laughs> so what the hell I'm glad, playing? <laughs> yeah, see, I, I was worried that it had come out last year and just been completely underwhelming. <laughs> like, there was some weird thing in my memory. Uh, yeah, maybe I need to check my like chain of memories or my three five eight days over two or something. <sighs> Uh, something about that game just didn't quite do it for me. Uh, yeah, and, and I, I went into it with a pretty open mind, and then was immediately made to realize that series ain't for me anymore, baby. Because <laughs> um, you know, a trivia question, you know, no bonus point attached. Kingdom Hearts Three is actually the which uh, which entry in the Kingdom Hearts series? How many other games have there been? Are we including mobile? I don't know. Like 10? Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like it's 8 or 9. 12. Shit. Fuck. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 3 is the 12th entry in the Kingdom Hearts series, according to uh, the uh, Wikipedia page. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I kind of lost it after uh, Kingdom Hearts 2, and I was hoping, just hoping, that this game would maybe like let a guy like me in, where, you know, it's like... Okay, well, you called the game Kingdom Hearts 3. Surely a guy that played Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 will slightly understand what's going on, right? Not really. No. Not as such. You, know, you kind of had to... I needed to have done my homework on this one. You know, I thought maybe it was going to be like how, like, Iron Man 3... Yeah, it's part of the MCU. Uh, but you can basically watch Iron Man 3 and they give you just enough of the gist of what happened... Like, it's better for having seen the Avengers, but you don't really have to have seen the Avengers to get Iron Man 3. I kind of thought maybe it was going to be like that. It wasn't. It was... Oh, man. Uh, this series is a big old mess. And uh, this game is a big old mess. A gorgeous, slightly fun-to-play mess. But, you know... It's a big old mess now. Yeah, you got a lot, you got a lot of things going on. Uh, you know, Sora and Goofy and Donald are back in action, and uh, Mickey and Riku are searching for something in a dark world, and Kyrie and Lee are training to be Keyblade wielders, and you know, there's a lot of other characters whose names I didn't quite catch. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of, I was like, man, just, I, I'm not saying just dumb it down a shade, but like, just like, instead of having like this random guy, like deliver an exposition, have Chip and Dale give me the exposition. I'll listen to them. I know them. Like, you know, I don't want to hear from the blue haired dude. I want to hear from 
you know, like the a, mad a familiar face. Yeah. I'm saying, like Baloo. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yes. Uh, just you know, God, help me. It's just what a. What a or maybe uh, a Final Fantasy character because those guys were promised from the start too. Right. And see, I almost was uh, you know reluctant to use this. Because they got rid of the Final Fantasy characters. They're not even in this. <laughs> like, this isn't technically a gaming crossover anymore. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, there's... I th the Final Fantasy characters just don't show up anymore. I think I'm they like, mentioned them. They mentioned Cloud, I think. Ah. But Good. I don't think they show him. <laughs> That's too bad. You know why? Cloud's cool. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying that the Kingdom, Kingdom Hearts characters aren't cool. They're plenty cool. You know, those motherfuckers can dress... And man, can they fight and do crazy Keyblade moves. You know, they're pretty cool. And you get fun characters in your party. And, you know, it, it's a fun game. That it's just, uh... Man, I, I really, really was hoping I was going to get into it and love it. It's like but, if you go to, like, a nice restaurant. And they, you know, throw, like, a bunch of, like, food on the plate. All, like, higgledy-piggledy. And it looks like a, just garbage. But, oh yeah, no. But then you take I a bite, even call it a nice restaurant. and you're like, like "Oh, that's, that's pretty good." It just yeah, looks no, all this, fucked this up. This game, <laughs> this game is like a platter of fried seafood, baby. You know, there's too much. It kind of tastes good, but like, I don't think I can get to the bottom of this thing. Like, it's a uh, oh god, I'm gonna have problems here. You know, oh, I'm gonna have to go in for gallbladder surgery. I'm, you know, I got I got stones from this game. Um... <laughs> You know, but yeah, no, but in the moment it's tasty and, you know, it, it's satisfying on some level. Like, you know, I'm not going to say like, oh, I don't have nostalgia for these things. Because, like, I know there's people out there that do have nostalgia for these things. Yeah, Big Hero 6 was a little bit too much of a one-off for my taste. But, like, Tangled's cool. Frozen is a phenomenon. Uh, you know, Toy Story, maybe you've heard of it. Uh, that was a pretty fun level. The Toy Story level was pretty fucking rad. Uh, David, it, you haven't gotten a chance to play any of this, have you? Oh, for a second, I thought you were going to say, David, do you know about Toy Story? <laughs> yeah. David, have you <laughs> heard of this Toy Story? For a second. <laughs> um, I have not... I have not yet played it, and I... I almost feel hesitant to play it, because half of this game is everything that I want, because it looks right. like really intricate, fun combo-centric battle mode in Disney World's and then the other half is all of that incredibly convoluted bullshit story I don't care about. Uh -huh. So it was like, I just, yeah. I kind of want to go to the Disney worlds and like summon up theme park rides to attack things with. Look, David. Right. That sounds awesome. Sometimes yeah. you have to eat your vegetables to get dessert. No, but on like the big, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. On the fucking big combo seafood platter of uh, you got you some know, fucking Kingdom Hearts stinky 3. ass coleslaw. Yeah, that's yeah exactly. The fucking story is the coleslaw. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, I love coleslaw. Can I get applesauce instead? Yeah, can I suck that? Like, please. Do you guys not like coleslaw? More hush puppies, please. Not when I'm eating a platter of fried yeah, seafood, coleslaw. John. What? It's great with what? Yeah, I kind of... There's a time and a place for coleslaw. The coleslaw's the I, best part. What go the to hell, John? problem? <laughs> Okay, see, I was going to say I want a petition to get the episode title to be the giant fried seafood platter that is Kingdom Hearts, but now I think I want it to be the coleslaw is the best part. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just, yeah, it's, 
358 coleslaws over two. <laughs> uh, also, yeah. somebody somebody real quick timestamp that, because I want the coleslaw's the best part. Go to hell. That needs to be new calculating computer. What a computer. fucking awful assertion to make. And I'm not letting this discussion get derailed in a discussion of coleslaw. Go to hell, John. Um, yeah, no, th- like, there are things that are cool about the game, you know, but the combat is almost just too much. Like, it's just... There's a lot the old, going on. There's a lot going on, man. The old simple hit him and maybe do a spell is gone. Like, you're racking up gauges and doing combo attacks and summoning theme park rides so frequently it's just absurd. Like... I'm trying to fight through these, you know, the, the flower fields of Corona, and it's like, you can use the teacups again. It's like, I don't want to use the teacups again. It's too much. <laughs> like, you can summon the river rapids. Like, okay, that's still pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, as long as you're summoning the river rapids, do you also want to use Wreck-It Ralph? Like, too much. <laughs> you just ease down on it, man. Let me just hit X a few times. Like... <laughs> Oh, okay. man. And again, you're talking about, like, how, how much is going on, but you're saying, oh, I'm fighting enemies in the flower fields of Corona, and I have to decide if I'm going to summon the little teacups or Wreck-It Ralph. And that's literally all I have ever wanted yeah. in a game. No, but it, it's almost like that ironic punishment division of hell. It's like, oh, you like, you know, Wild Kingdom Hearts shit, huh? Have all the Wild Kingdom Hearts shit in the world! <laughs> like, just, and I don't all understand. the time, like, it doesn't take that many hits to unlock a new attack. Like, oh, fuck. You know, oh, if I have to get on that pirate ship one more time and fucking wreck these Heartless, like, too much, game. Calm it down. Like, I don't understand what's going on with that Fleming guy. Harrington went crazy after 15 minutes. <laughs> Yeah, you, you are the fucking Homer literally eating every donut in the world, but for Kingdom Hearts. Like, I'll keep hitting the button and doing these rides as many times as you want, baby. Like, nothing to it. Kingdom uh, Hearts are my donuts. Hell yeah. But, I mean, no, the game's cool. I like, you know, I like the worlds, even though I do think there is something to the, like, there's a loss of novelty to just putting great looking characters into uh like the cg worlds like there was some there's something to the novelty of playing like alice in wonderland or the lion king or like little mermaid levels back in the original games now it's like oh it's just kingdom Hearts characters interacting with pixar characters and and frozen and tangled it's like you know it's not you you know the characters look as good or arguably even better as they did in their movies. There's no real novelty to seeing these characters in a in a game setting. I, I don't know. There's something about it since they're CG characters from CG movies. It's like, eh, you know, yeah, I know that guy. Like, <laughs> uh, this isn't really all that all that wild to me. And it feels like they missed out on a lot of, uh, you know, really great worlds. Like, they, you know, they kind of just dipped their toe into the Pixar thing. You got Toy Story. You got Monsters, Inc. And you got... You know, then you got Frozen and you got Tangled. Um, I'm trying to think of the other ones. Uh, shit, where do you go? You go to, uh, you know, Toy Story, Monsters Inc., Frozen, uh, San Francisco, and then you get to go back to, you know, Winnie the Pooh's place, the you know, Hundred Acre Wood. For some reason, they're still including Pirates of the Caribbean. Like, that was something people still wanted. You know, and I'm like, if you're going to go Pixar with it, man, like, 
where's the Incredibles level? Oh, man. Where's the Cars level? <laughs> like, you know, why isn't there a uh, Kingdom Hearts layer, uh, level where every, like, Sora and Goofy and Donald get there? And they're like, oh, my God, are we Cars? What is happening? Cool. Like, and you have to fight a bunch of car heartless. Like, cartless? It'd be cool. Yeah, the cartless. They'd be little carts. <laughs> uh, I mean, just, you know, talking all this, like, Fighters Megamix shit, just picture Sora and Goofy and Donald as Hornet cars fighting up on their hinders. It'd be the shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> With the antenna just kind of flopped down into a keyblade? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> The keyblade would literally just be a key in that world. <laughs> it starts the car. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, I mean, the game's cool and there is fun to be had. It's just, it's like, it's a mess. And it's just, it took so long that people got their hopes up. And I didn't fully get my hopes up because all that shit, you know, everything that people were speculating about with Disney acquiring new IPs and shit, they never said they were going to do anything like add Marvel or add Star Wars to this. People just ran wild once Disney started acquiring shit. And then when it comes out, it's like, so wait, this is all you guys got? And it took you fucking, you know, 14 years and we got Pirates of the Caribbean world again? Like, huh? It's just, it's, it's such a, I, I don't want to say let down, but it's just, you know, it's, it could have been so much more and should have been so much more based on how long it took to make this fucking game. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm it, still it, holding out for a black cauldron world. See, would have been dope. That's the other thing. I was trying to think of like, you know, okay, well, you know, John fucking, you know, original Disney nostalgia man. Like if, you know, it, what did they miss that you, you know, it's like, do, you know, do they need to do a Robin Hood world? Uh, or, you know, yes. They yeah, need, they kind of do. And a jungle they need to do, world. They need to do a um, Herbie world. They need to do a that darn cat world. They need to Parent do uh, something. Look at this way comes world. Parent trap world. Mm-hmm. Bed knobs and broomsticks. Mighty ducks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, mighty ducks. Oh, see that. Oh, David. No. You know that would have been the play. Disney Channel, man. Like get the fucking cartoons in there, baby. Go to Goofy's house and see Max. Fucking. You know. Oh man. Disney afternoon cartoons. <laughs> okay. No lie. Having Scrooge McDuck as a party member and having a Kim Possible world would have been fucking amazing. Oh, yeah. Can't speak to the Kim Possible, but Scrooge sounds great. You know, so many fucking fantastic, uh, you know, little ideas here. But and, and I'm not, like, fully down on them for not doing all this stuff. I just, you know, it's like, if since it took that long for this game to come out, it was, like, destined to disappoint when it just kind of was like, oh, yeah, no, this is good. This would have been good if it was Kingdom Hearts 3, but this is Kingdom Hearts 12. It's 2019. What the fuck took you so long? <laughs> like, uh, but, yeah, game's cool. Worlds are cool. Uh, you know, like, the 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 worlds I feel, f like, more attachment to are the ones that aren't Disney at all in this one. Like, I, I like, you know, seeing the big worlds of, like, Twilight Town and the, the final area, the Stairway to Heaven. Um, you know, like, the, you know, the game... The people are, who make this game are capable of making things that are really fucking beautiful and, you know, really, like, evoke something, like, you know, from, uh, or not evoke, but, you know, it, 
I guess, yeah, there's something evocative about the worlds that these people have fucking created. I look at this game and I'm like, this is fucking beautiful and, like, kind of cool and, like, dreamlike. You know, like, that final, like, the Stairway to Heaven place that, uh, you know, it's just, like, these mountains of houses and just, like, dreamlike Inception-style shit. And it just, you know, it's, it's like, it, it's beautiful shit, man. And I'm just like, why, you know, like, why is it... You, you could have done a whole game like this and just had Disney characters pop up in it, or you could have done more with the Disney characters. You know, I, I don't know what this game's supposed to be anymore. The answer is the game's a big fucking mess. And, you know, I wish I could still love it. I don't think that's possible now. Uh, and for all the voice actors they got back, it's it's great they got them back, speaking of all the voice actors. You know, I got a wild idea here. Fire Haley Joel Osment. He doesn't no, sound the same as he did in 2000. No, he doesn't sound... It's weird. Sora sounds like a 30-year-old now instead of a child. Is. Like, it's fucked up, man. Like, Look, it, the Keyblade it Wars are right tough. out of it. It's weird to me. <laughs> He's seen some shit. So? He's seen his <laughs> best friends die and stuff. Are we talking about Sora or Haley Joel Osmond? Sora. Both. Okay. Both. Very meta. <laughs> <laughs> He's seen some dead people. <laughs> God. <laughs> God damn it. I'm just saying, like, just cast somebody that can still do a childish, like, teenage-ish voice. Oh, man. Like, it's weird hearing Haley Joel Osment try to do it now. And it, it's the kind of shit that, like, it immediately pulls me out of the world of Kingdom Hearts. It's like, no, this, you know, John, don't forget, it's been 14 years since one of these came out. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. It has. It sounds like it, too. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, again, a game with so many things to like, but just the, you know, it's it's less than the sum of its parts, and it, it's a little it's a little disappointing. Fantastic soundtrack, of course. Uh, you know, you got to give it up to the queen of game that tune, Yoko Shimomura. Uh, just a you know a wonderful wonderful huge soundtrack that she's uh, put work on, and uh, you know it's uh... oh man. What a fucking mess. Um, so yeah, uh, we're done with this platter. I'm ashamed of myself. I even ate the little crumbly fried bits and mm. licked the paper. So, you know, Johnny, uh, get me a fucking moist towelette. Uh, you eat your fucking coleslaw, you weirdo. And mm-hmm. uh, let's, let's move on to the next game. Game five.
All right, guys. So. This is the best-selling game in this company's history.
How's everybody feeling? Well, much better now, jeez. Yeah, good. What a relief. Um, let's see everybody holding up those answers. I'm writing mine down. I think it's wrong. What the fuck is <laughs> I want to build a snowman, baby. Alright, so yeah, this is our fan request for the evening. I want to thank uh, Spartacat for the fantastic fan request. David says Super Bomberman R. He's incorrect. Johnny drew a snowman. He's incorrect. And Jesse has the correct answer. Monster Hunter World. That makes significant more sense. <laughs> Super Bomberman R, huh, David? <laughs> I mean, popular. You know, don't get me wrong. You know, hey, did you know? Best selling in the in the game in the seri- in the company's history. If you uh, look up best selling Konami games, uh, Superman Bomb or Super Bomberman R is like one of the very first thing that pops up. Good, good for it. I'm proud of them. You know, fuck Konami. <laughs> uh, but no, this is uh, this is not Super Bomberman R. It's Monster Hunter World, and uh, and what a game it is, man. Um, I think I've recounted on at least one other episode my experience playing Monster Hunter World. This came out in January of 2018. It looked fucking awesome. I bought it a couple months later uh, when there was a game sale. And I was like, you know, uh, yeah, I I have enough time to play this. Not really factoring in that fatherhood was imminent and was going to not give me the time to play this game. Like, whatsoever. And, uh, yeah, so I, I played a little bit of this, had a little bit of fun, killed a couple of monsters, and I have not gone back and played past, like, the opening missions, because it's just a giant fucking awesome game, and immersive and cool, and time-consuming, and it's time that I haven't had, and I was worried that if I went back at any point, like now, that the online community that was involved would be kind of dried up. And, uh, you know, that seems like, since it's the best-selling game in the history of Capcom, that might not be the case anymore. But... I still don't think I have the time to play this game. And that's my spiel. Jesse, did you have uh, have any time to play Monster Hunter World? Yeah, this game is fucking great. Yeah, good, because I was going to make this your segment. Enjoy. Um, so yeah, it's it's one of those games, like the Monster Hunter series itself was like huge in Japan for a bunch of years. Um, you know, released starting on the PS2, and then it got real big on the PSP and stuff. And so this one... Um, was way better about getting like casual players in because it kind of um i don't want to say dumbed down but more like simplified certain systems of the game right and so it made it way more friendly because like the one thing about monster hunter is like the original ones is i feel like to understand it you had to know someone who who like understood it and they had to teach you like um I don't know. Not, I don't know if you guys remember Nectar Sorrow on the message board. Um, uh, yeah, Curtis. Um, yeah, yeah. Yes. So uh, he was huge into Monster Hunter, and I got one on from PSP, and like I went over to his apartment, and like we played for like four hours, and he like he taught me so much about this game that, like, once you understand it, you're like, oh my god, this game is the fucking best. And, like, it's just one of those things where you had to understand it. Um, But now World is so much more, like, you don't necessarily need, you know, a mentor. You could just play this game and then figure it out. And um, so now people understand. They're like, oh, this game is 
So this is what Japan was, you know, nuts about. Um, Always nice when America figures out something that Japan was nuts about. <laughs> yeah. That's what it's nice. Fire Emblem? It's always nice when America figures something out, period. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Yep, you're right. <laughs> uh, moving very quickly on but before like, we go I down that tangent. the days of two years ago when Americans could figure something out. Uh, those were the days. So, like, back in the old Monster Hunter... Uh, like you'd have different zones, like numbered zones. So like you'd have like a little area you'd go and there'd be like a loading screen for a second and then you'd be in a whole, another zone and like you chase the monster from zone to zone and world. It's just one big area. Like, like it's huge. Like instead of there being loading screens, you just go to the next zone and there's like, you know, you go through caves and go through like vines and all sorts of great stuff. Wasn't that part of the initial, like, the trailer or, like, pitch they showed for this? Like, the, you know, people that had played the series before knew that, like, you could kind of, like, be fighting a monster and bail out and, like, go off screen and load a different area and, like, get away from that monster. <laughs> oh, oh, how I miss that, I'll tell you. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they made it clear, like, in the trailer for this, like, yeah, the load screens are gone, people. Like, it's a big world now, and, yeah. Good luck out there. <laughs> I sure miss fucking going into the next zone, drinking a potion, sharpening your weapon, then coming back ready to fight. Now yeah. you just got to keep fucking running. <laughs> Love it. That's it's, what, yeah, that's the life of a monster hunter, baby. That's true. <laughs> yeah, life ain't got no loading screens, Jesse. And um, have y'all seen that movie trailer for Monster Hunter? You know, I still haven't clicked on that damn trailer, even oh. though it's Mila Jovovich fighting giant monsters. I yeah, I, I've not watched the whole trailer. I did see someone post a gif of her, like, shooting into the mouth of a Rathalos, and based on that three seconds, I want to see this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. David the Rampage Boy was peaked by this trailer. <laughs> it's fascinating. Like, those are Diablos, which is really cool, and a Rathalos, like you said. Yep. Which is crazy. And Mila Jovovich fights one of them with uh, two little swords, and I want to see that. <laughs> yeah. What's really fascinating is that Paul W.S. Anderson still gets to make video game movies. Like, yeah, that's hey, uh, weird. I feel like that guy hasn't had a hit in years, and somehow he has the rights to Resident Evil, and I was going to say the rights to Mila Jovovich, but no, it's his wife. So, you know, she's a frequent collaborator. <laughs> um... But yeah, uh, somehow that guy just keeps getting movies made. I guess there's a... I don't know what deal with the devil he made to be able to still make fucking video game movies these days. But. Well, because he'll put Mila in him. And people well, love yeah. Mila. And Mila's a draw. I'll, I'll give so. her that. Um, yeah, if she was monster hunting in like her fifth element outfit, then I'm really, I mean, really okay. But. To be fair, I did willingly go see a movie that I knew would give me nightmares for weeks because Mila Jovovich was in it, so. And that movie was? The Fourth Kind. Oh, okay. Word. Holy shit. <laughs> that movie's cool. all sorts of fucked up. I love it. Um, and yeah, I, I love the uh, the collaborations and cr- uh, crossovers that Monster Hunter does. They, uh, I guess they've gotten a little kind of famous for doing these collaborations and stuff. And usually it's like, you can get armor that looks like something, or a weapon. Uh, you know, a, a monster will show up in Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker, that kind of thing. Uh, and that's still kind of the, the game in Monster Hunter World. Like, they did a collaboration with Horizon Zero Dawn. There were Street Fighter costumes, Devil May Cry. Uh... 
but they had uh, and also Assassin's Creed. They had an Assassin's Creed crossover. Uh, but in terms of getting characters from the series into the game, Final Fantasy XIV had a crossover with them, and so you could get some cool uh, like optional quests. And one of them uh, introduced the Behemoth from Final Fantasy into the game. Uh, which it, you know that's fucking awesome. Yeah. And then there's there's a uh, another one with The Witcher, um, in a you know like crossover with uh, The Witcher Three Wild Hunt. They introduced the the Leshen. I'm not familiar, but from looking it up, it's a terrifying looking monster. <laughs> uh, you know, and not in the same way as uh, Monster Hunter monsters. Monster Hunter monsters are like giant beasts, and the Leshen's more like. Uh, like a skeletal monster with horns, and he's terrifying. It's oh. like, oh yeah, that's. Uh... Oh, was it like the? Okay, I know. I know of. I don't know of the Leshen. I have not played The Witcher, but I knew of the the Leshy, which is like a Norse forest demon, and it's basically just like a giant tree skeleton that protects the forest. Gotcha. Yeah. Pardon me if I'm mispronouncing it. I, uh, I guess you know they call him Leshen in Witcher, but yes, actually in googling it, it comes up Leshy on the Witcher wiki. So, you know, uh, screw these various wikis for not communicating with the proper language. But yeah, uh, the, the, the Lashi is uh, terrifying looking. And in a, in a completely different way than a monster in Monster Hunter would be. <laughs> so, you know, if I was out there hunting like big, you know, like cool lizards, and then I came across something with like a, a fucking, you know, deer skull and like, a, you know, bunch of like skeletal weirdness, <laughs> yeah, it freaked me right the fuck out. But, you know, that's the key to a good crossover is doing something kind of unexpected and fun. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, you know, a cool series, great game, uh, you know, giant, beautiful world, and apparently the most uh, best-selling game in the history of Capcom. It's, uh, you know, like, what a, what a win for them. Uh, you know, it's like, when I saw that, I'm like, surely they don't mean, you know, it's obviously not the best-selling series of all time. And, you know, Capcom, but, like, surely, like, oh, yeah, what do you know? Like, Monster Hunter World, top in the charts, so... Did you see uh, the, um, the trailer for the new one, Monster Hunter Rise, on the Switch? Uh, did I see that trailer? If I did, I, it's, it's left my brain again. You get a dog. <laughs> well, okay, well, count me all the fuck in, like... And you can ride uh, on its back and stuff, it's looks see, so, and so that's cool. See, and that's the kind of thing, like, a Switch Monster Hunter, like, I keep on thinking, like, if I had... You know, this game on the Switch, I would have finished it by now because a big part of what I want to do is go to fucking bed. And I want to lay in bed with my Switch and play a game for an hour or so before I fall asleep. And I just can't do that with a lot of these PlayStation games. All of them, namely. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> to be able to take it and go to bed is a big selling point for me, baby. Yeah, go on a uh, hunt or two and then you know, go yeah. to sleep. I can play a game quietly with headphones on without disturbing my wife and have many times. So, yeah, give me a give me a monster hunter on that switch. Uh, I might just uh, you know find the time to be a monster hunter man. Finally, you know my my son's two instead of zero now. Maybe he'll uh, hang out and watch me fight giant monsters instead of just cry and poop all the time like he was <laughs> a couple years ago. What was the deal with that kid being zero months old, man? What a mess. Um, you know, jeez, who would have thought a baby could be so much work? <laughs> but anyway. Uh, Monster Hunter World's dope, great soundtrack, uh, you know, huge awesome world full of huge awesome monsters, best-selling game in the history of Capcom, and it looks like we got a tie, and the only way that I can think of to break that tie is with a quick old lightning round. 
Get ready, guys. Uh, hell, I'll even let Johnny in on this just to you know make things sporting. Um, All right. So, Monster Hunter World is the best-selling game in the history of the uh, you know Capcom company, and there are let me see. Uh, oh, we don't need to write down. Okay. No, nothing. Nothing you need to write down. But there are uh, fifteen other games that Capcom has released that have sold at least. 5 million copies and I'm going on uh, some data th you know from the uh, video game sales uh, like wiki so if uh, these are unreliable numbers uh, take it up with them not me I'm just using them for a lightning round nobody google that right now because I want to go around the horn and let's name all the games that Capcom has made that have sold at least 5 million copies and we're gonna start of course with John Regan. Resident Evil 2. Resident Evil 2. The original or the remake, John? I was hoping I could kind of double up and get, you know, both like the port for 64, the PlayStation, all, you know. No. No? I can't do that? Okay. Then the original. The original Resident Evil 2, that's correct. All right. Give me a sound for, uh, you know, correct uh, correct answers there, John. Friends. Thank you. That's perfect. Uh, we're going to go to David. Uh, Street Fighter 2. Street Fighter 2, the second best-selling game in the history of Capcom, with 15 Friends. and a half million sold. <laughs> I oh, wanted wow. to get that one out real quick. <laughs> Good call. Jesse? Resident Evil 5. Resident Evil Five is the third best-selling Capcom game of all time. Friends. You know, people seem to think that game sucks, but it sold 13 million copies, so you tell me who's got bad taste. John Regan. Uh... Mega Man Legends? What? Wow. Mega Man Legends. <laughs> Not correct. <laughs> okay. What kind of work is this? <laughs> PlayStation games sold a lot of copies, man. Did they though? David? <laughs> yeah. Um I'm trying to think of the exact name. Um Is it Monster Hunter Tri the Monster Hunter game on Wii? I think that was Monster Hunter Try? AKA Monster Hunter 3. That's correct, David. Friends. Jesse. <laughs> oh. Street Fighter 4. Street Fighter 4, just behind Monster Hunter 3 on the list. That's correct, Jesse. Friends. Johnny? Devil May Cry? Incorrect, John. Ah. David? Resident Evil 4? Resident Evil 4. Uh, that's absolutely correct. Friends. I was going to say fourth on the list, so technically fifth on the list. All these are, you know, whatever, behind Monster Hunter World, obviously. Jesse? Devil May Cry 4. Devil May Cry 4 is correct. Friends. Johnny? Marvel vs. Capcom 2? Johnny, I'm going to take you for a ride. Straight to the incorrect list. Ah. David? 
The only way that would have been better is if you said infinite. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sold like hotcakes. Uh, I'm gonna take you. Yeah. Uh, fuck. Gonna take uh, me for a ride. <laughs> Monster Hunter 3DS. I can't think of the name of it. Uh oh. Uh, I can. I'm, I think there are two of them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> shit. <laughs> um, I'm I am only looking up, and I will show you. I'm just typing Monster Hunter 3DS so I can get the name. I'm not looking up a list. <laughs> okay. Choose one. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Um, no, not Minster Hunter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Monster Hunter Four Ultimate. You know, Monster Hunter 4 is on the list, so I'll give it to you. Okay. Friends. It's not going as specific as Ultimate. Jesse? The first Resident Evil. Resident Evil is correct. Friends. Damn it. Johnny? Resident Evil Code Veronica. <sighs> Incorrect. Ah. David? <laughs> Marvel vs. Capcom 3? Incorrect. Damn. Jesse? Uh, Monster Hunter Generations? That's correct. Yes. Friends. Johnny? What Devil May Cry games have we said? 1 and 5, right? 1 and 4. Four uh, Devil May Cry 5. Wrong. Ah, <laughs> David? <laughs> <Totally> wrong. <laughs> Um, Street Fighter 3? Man, wrong. Jesse? Monster Hunter 2. It was a Monster Hunter 2, and it was very popular, you're right. Friends. Johnny? Have we said the original Monster Hunter? Have we? I don't think so. I no, guess that. We have not. It's wrong, though. Nah. Sorry, man. David? Uh, Monster Hunter... The one on the PlayStation Portable. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Freedom? Uh, Monster Hunter Freedom... Not on the list I'm looking at, man. Did anything on the PlayStation Portable sell more than 5 million copies? Very good question. I mean, if we're looking at Japan, probably. Yeah. Jesse? Does uh, Monster Hunter Iceborne count? You know, I was... <laughs> I, I almost removed that at the beginning as a caveat, because I, I wasn't sure if it should count. Uh, it is on the list. <laughs> Because I Friends. know that sold a lot. Yeah, it's a very popular DLC for, uh, or, you know, DLC or expansion for the most popular game in the series. Uh, Johnny. Street Fighter V? Street Fighter V, sadly, just outside the list. Ah. Yeah. Really? That many? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Street Fighter V sold four and a half million copies. Not right. five. David. Uh, we got three left, by the way. I'm going to take a shot in the dark. Mega Man 2. No. 
You guys really should have keyed in on the series that are on this list by now. Jesse? I just don't know if that many left. Resident Evil 7? Resident Evil 7 is correct. Oh, wow. Friends. <laughs> that game was a very popular game. Yeah, I just started playing it. It's not bad. Johnny? Um, Monster Hunter Try? Did we say that? Already said it. Damn it, Monster Hunter Quad? <laughs> Already said that too. Monster Hunter Cinco? <laughs> okay, that one's incorrect, but it sounds really good. A Tim and Eric Monster Hunter game. Yeah. <laughs> David? Two left. Monster Hunter Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> Damn it, you stole my answer. You're <laughs> trying to save Taco Tuesday. What? Um. <laughs> see, I can't. I know it's got to be another Monster Hunter, but I don't know any of the other subtitles. Unless it's Ultra Street Fighter 4. That's incorrect. <laughs> Alright. Uh, okay, Jesse? Um. Have we said the Resident Evil 2 remake? We didn't technically say it because I asked Johnny to clarify between original and remake, but yes, Resident Evil 2 remake is on the list. <laughs> Son Friends. of a Son of a I bitch. I wasn't going to give you double points right off the bat, motherfucker. <laughs> ah. All right. Uh, final round. Three people left. One game to guess. Can it be guessed? Oh, my God. It's the fourth Resident best-selling game in the history of Capcom, Johnny. What is it? The Resident Evil 2 D-make. Incorrect. David, what is this game? I have a guess, and I feel like you're going to give me shit for it. Dead Never. Rising. No, that's a decent guess. Dead Rising, uh, you know, the original isn't really very high on the list, but Dead Rising 2 uh, sold four and a half million copies. Decent guess, David. Jesse, care to fill them in on what I believe is, uh, you know, your final point here? Have we said Resident Evil 6 yet? We have not said Resident Evil Oh, God six. damn it. Friends. Wesker Jr., bitch. Johnny, start the calculating computer. <laughs> calculating computer activated. Computers. Beeps. Boops. Damn it, John. Scoring complete. This game's winner is... Jesse Moore. Goddamn right it is, Jesse. Dominant performance in that lightning round. Because yeah. he remembered that it was going to be all Resident Evil and Monster Hunter games. Ten big points. Four for David. One for John in the lightning round. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He got one. And technically, you know, two. Uh, yeah, but I wasn't going to let you get away with it, man. Uh, you know, what a fucking win, Jesse. Uh, great game. Great show. Great performance. Uh, what do you got in mind for a theme for our next episode? Uh, games that remind you of other games. Um, hey! Basically, <laughs> I've heard this theme. <laughs> like, when you play a game, um, not like, oh, hey, this game has a boomerang in it, so does this game. You know, like, the mechanics kind of remind you, like, hey, this is kind of like that. Um, and I guess the only copy is not like a sequel. Try not a sequel. Because, Word. of course... That's a little, little lazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, however, spiritual successors... I think are okay because it's like oh this thing is supposed yeah. to like evoke this feeling of this game and then you play it and you know mm -hmm. um, I feel that so yeah games that make you think of other games 
Uh, that's a that's an awesome theme, man. I'm glad that you're getting to use your theme this week. What a uh, what a pick. Uh, you know, I think it'll be great. Uh, you know, uh, I don't think necessarily like remakes should be included. No. Uh, but you know, a game that reminds you of another game. There are plenty of homages out there. Plenty of spiritual successors. Plenty of games to choose from. You know, hit your hit your little indie shop and see uh, see who's ripping off who. It's uh, it's gonna be a good show. So uh, excellent theme, excellent performance, Jesse. And thank you everybody so much for listening. Thanks to everybody watching along live with us. Uh, what a great time we had tonight. We're live every Wednesday night. We're on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. Search for Game That Tune around 9 o'clock-ish if you want to hang out with us live. Thanks to everybody checking out uh, us in podcast form. Our podcasts come out on Tuesday mornings. We're, in, uh, or, uh, we're on Game That Tune or anywhere you get your podcasts. Check us out. Rate, review, subscribe, all that crap. Uh, and thank you for listening. Uh, thanks to everybody checking out patreon.com slash game that tune. It's the home for awesome exclusives. We just, uh, you know, hit us, uh, hit your feed with a bunch of movie commentaries. We've got GTT gyms. We've got covered up. We've got some mixtapes. We've always got fun stuff going on. You support us, support the stream, uh, of our 24 seven, uh, radio station. You know, we really just appreciate the support over there in Patreon. Throw us a couple of bucks. If you so desire, special thanks to our absurd fans over there on Patreon. Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, Daniel Perky, Taylor Y, Sam L, and Mork. Last but not least, Mork. Um, thank you to Spartacat for the fantastic request this week. Uh, they made their request in our Discord server, so find the link uh, wherever we are. I don't know, game that tune on. You know, find the Discord link and join us there. We love chatting with you guys. Or you can hit us up via email, gamethattune at gmail.com. Or you can hit us up on Twitter at gamethattune. Or you can find us individually on Twitter. I'm there at jgangsta187. You can find John Regan on Twitter at... JPReganJR. You can find David Fleming on Twitter at... DFDFleming. And you can find this week's winner, the king of the show, the champion, Jesse Moore, on Twitter at... Sega underscore legend. Hell yeah, Jesse. You got the fantastic bonus tunes to close out the show. What are we going home with tonight? Um, just to keep the original idea of uh, showing how vengeful I can become, I'm uh, going to play a song from Spiritfarer. Um, this plays when you're trying to catch uh, lightning in a jar, which is pretty great. Hell yeah, I really want to play Spiritfarer, so uh, have a little lightning in a jar, people. Peace out, everybody!
Pokemon Conquest is copyright 2012, Tecmo, Koei, Nintendo, and the Pokemon Company. Samurai Warriors 3 is copyright 2010, Omega Force, and Nintendo. Cartoon Network Punch Time Explosion is copyright 2011, Papaya Studios, and Crave Games. Kingdom Hearts 3 is copyright 2019, Square Enix. Monster Hunter World is copyright 2018, Capcom Company Limited. I haven't seen the Squares update yet, I don't know who won. Seriously? It should be really obvious from that lightning round. Oh, really? Were you here? <laughs> so yeah, games that make you think of other games. Man, right off the bat, I gotta tell you, you know, this Link's Awakening that's on the Switch, it reminds me a lot of Link's Awakening, the game that came out on the Nintendo Game Boy. Maybe you've heard of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Yep. That's... Nobody react to that. We're cutting that. Uh. I'm kind of surprised it took us this long to get Kingdom Hearts 3 on. Oh, I, I wanted it to mirror uh, the actual release of Kingdom Hearts games. So I used Kingdom Hearts in like episode 22 and Kingdom Hearts 2 in like episode 44 and Kingdom Hearts 3 in episode 219. David, yeah. it was actually a, it was a podcast long work. Oh, 